Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Trevor B. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar and get exclusive rewards at patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. Episode 162 of Switchcraft is brought to you by OPSeat. Head over to runjumpstomp.com slash OPSeat to directly support the show and get a fantastic gaming chair that can support you. I'm sitting in one right now and I'm here to tell you it's great. That's runjumpstomp.com slash O-P-Seat. Switchcraft is recorded live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get around to it. Tune in live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Uh, just like these people did, we have here Bravd, Kodiak, Moonwolf, Vaxer, Aerslia, Join Jess, Mikey B. Playing, Squanto, Super 80s, T.F. Wagner, The Real Big Nick. Uh, thank you guys for hanging out with me while I record. I want to start off today with a quick note about Saturday's episode. Uh, I am, as soon as I finish recording, I am going to edit the show and then I am out of here. I have to leave for the weekend. Um, and I won't be able to do a Saturday show, although... I think I may have a solution for the future uh, involving my my iPad, and um, we'll see how that goes, but that's neither here nor there. Let's focus on what's happening this Saturday. So this Saturday, there won't be a show that has news. Uh, I actually already have recorded Saturday's episode. I uh, was very, very lucky, and Tom Tate from Power Time Podcast joined me, and uh, we sat down last night, actually, and talked about uh, things that we really, really like on our Switch and things that we're looking forward to on our Switch. So uh, look forward to that episode coming out on Saturday. Patrons can already listen to it over at pa- uh, runjumps- no, patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Uh, I appreciate you guys for the support, and this is one of the ways that I can uh, show you that I appreciate it is by giving you content early when I can. Um, so again, I, there won't be a live show Saturday and there won't be a news show Saturday. So if Nintendo does some crazy things, um, after today, after Thursday, then, um, you'll have to wait until Tuesday for me to talk about it, but that's okay. Because if you really want to know what I think, I'll be in the discord all weekend talking to people. Uh, you can't drag me away from that place. You guys are awesome and really fun to talk to. All right. So, uh, let's jump right past all that stuff and hit the news. Come back here. You overgrown fuckball. That's our Donkey Kong. Well, Nintendo's E3 2018 site is now live. They've got two pieces of information on there, and both are eSports related. Uh, It says here that the Super Smash Bros. Invitational 2018 uh, will be at E3. Watch players smash their way to the top. Join the party as players from around the world battle in this Invitational Tournament for bragging rights, for fun, and for glory on Nintendo Switch. So... 
Uh, looks like we are definitely going to be getting a deep dive, a really good hard look at Smash Brothers at E3, and I am excited about it. I am very happy that they are going to be having an invitational, and um, I can't wait to watch it. And uh, just a moment ago, somebody in chat asked if you could watch E3 on Twitch, and yes, you can. I'm sure that this will be broadcast at twitch.tv slash Nintendo, and um, uh, let me see. what it. I, I don't know what time and place it is. Let me click on the link here and take a look, and there's a link in the show notes to take you straight there. Um, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. So this is going to be on Zippity Zam. It doesn't say, oh, here we go. Uh, yeah, it doesn't say what time or day, uh, but sometime between June 12th and 14th. So if that happens to be on a day where I'm off, I am going to live, uh, like co-stream it. If that's something that Twitch will, and Nintendo will allow, kind of like I did before. And, uh, We'll talk about what we're seeing at E3, and I, I for one, am getting really, really excited uh, for that. Uh, If we continue, uh, that's not all. We also have uh, Splatoon 2 World Championship 2018. Uh, It says, get inked with four of the world's top squid squads. That's hard to say. uh, As they attempt to get their tentacles on the celebrated Splatoon Sterling squid. And uh, there's links on both of those um, spots in order to tell you how you can sign up for that. Now, I have to say, the, the, the design of this website is really cool. I really, really like it. And uh, I'm looking forward to E3 because it looks like we're going to get to see some really, really fun esports stuff. And it's not something that I ever thought that I would really care about. Uh, But it turns out that I really like watching uh, competitive gaming. And that's really what I would prefer to call it. I I wouldn't prefer to call it a sport because it's not athletic. Uh, I would just prefer to call it competitive gaming, and that doesn't take anything away from how fun it is to watch, Uh, especially if you have really good commentators that can explain the things that you may or may not know about the game. Uh, So uh, I'm looking forward to that, and uh, if you are going to be signing up for Super Smash Bros. Invitational or for the Splatoon 2 World Championship 2018, uh, let me know. I would really love to hear from you. So this is a quick thing that I want to talk about. It's actually kind of weird because right after the Nindies roundup that they had a couple days ago, um, like the same day, uh, Nintendo of America announced that uh, Hyperlight Drifter, which is a pretty high profile indie game, is coming to the Switch. Now, a lot of people were like, well, why didn't you just include this in the... I hate calling it a direct because Nintendo didn't call it a direct, so I guess I'll call it a roundup. But a lot of people were wondering, why didn't you include this in the roundup? And my guess is that the the Nindies roundup was probably recorded quite a while ago, and they didn't have um, confirmation that this was coming to the Switch until recently. Uh, so uh, that's probably why it wasn't announced. Um that being said, I think it'd be, it would have been pretty easy to uh, throw that in there. But uh, Hyperlight Drifter is a really, really cool-looking game, and it's definitely something that I'm going to be checking out on Nintendo Switch. It's something that I've, I've looked at quite a few times but never actually plunked the money down for, and that makes me really happy that I haven't because now I'm going to get it on my system of choice where I can take it with me. 
Nintendo revealed the 10 best-selling indie games on Switch. Now, they didn't say how many units each game sold, uh, the or, or they, they didn't list them in any order, but the top 10 best-selling selling? Best selling indie games on Switch were SteamWorld Dig 2, Stardew Valley, Kamiko, Celeste, Fast RMX, Golf Story, Enter the Gungeon, Overcooked, NBA Playgrounds, and Shovel Knight Treasure Trove. Now, for a couple of these, I'm not saying that they're bad games, but the I think that the reason that uh, th- that these did well on the Switch was because of a uh, really, really low price in the case of Kamiko. I haven't played much of it. It's, it's, it's fun, but it's not like amazing. But at the same time, it was $2. So that's a pretty low cost for a game, a low barrier to entry, and it's certainly worth the 2 bucks that you pay for it. Uh, so it's not a big surprise that Kamiko is on this list. Uh, one game that I am very surprised that got on this list is NBA Playgrounds. That game got pretty panned uh, when it came out, and I don't feel like uh, it deserves to be on the list with the rest of these games. I heard that there were some really, really bad issues with that particular game, uh, issues that never got fixed, and the developer, uh, you know, they tried to promise Shaq Fu as a thank you to the people or actually more of a mea culpa to the people who purchased the game uh, and they still haven't even delivered on that. So that surprises me that that game's on there. And then the third game that surprised me that it's on there is Fast RMX. Uh, Although there's a good reason for it to be on this list. It was one of the launch games or at least like a week after launch. I'm not sure. Like I have it. It's a decent game but you know it's not that great and uh fast rmx really did well because it was it there there was no competition it was um oh my god uh, blaster master uh one two switch legend of zelda fast rmx and bomberman super bomberman r like that was basically the games that you could play so of course fast rmx is going to do well um, speaking of the eShop, there is a sale that has lots and lots of stuff on sale right now in the eShop. Some of the games that are on sale are like ARMS, which I know you guys have heard me talk about this before, but ARMS is one of my all-time favorite fighting games. I adore this game, and it is uh, on sale for these prices are in... Uh, I think that's euros. I think that's the euros symbol. Honestly, I don't know. Um, but I think that they're pretty much equivalent to American dollars. So uh, arms is normally 60 bucks and it is on sale for 40 bucks. Uh, same with Doom. Uh, let me see. What else? Rocket League is on sale. It was 20. It's down to 15. My son is going to be really happy about that. He almost bought it with his money last night. So he's going to be really happy about that when I tell him. Um Oh man, for the 3DS, Zelda Ocarina of Time 3D, and it is the definitive way to play that game. is twelve bucks. If you don't, if you have a 3DS and you have not already picked up Zelda Ocarina of Time for the 3DS, you owe it to yourself 
to pick that game up. It is amazing. And even though I had already beat that game, I played through the whole thing again. And that's not something that I usually do. Uh, and if you have a new Nintendo 3DS, then Xenoblade Chronicles 3D is on there uh, for $26.99. And overall, I would say that that's a very good game, but it didn't draw me in as well as Xenoblade Chronicles 2 did. Um, so there's a lot more that's on sale. I'm certainly not going to read them all off, uh, but I just wanted to let you guys know that there's a sale right now. So open up the eShop, go to, I think it's deals is what it's called on the eShop. I could be wrong and uh, see if there's a game there that you want that is cheaper than normal and, uh, you know, start buying them. And you know what? If you're looking for a way to support the show and uh, you still want to, you know, benefit from this sale, then go to my Amazon affiliate link, buy an, uh, an eShop gift card, and then use those cards. And it will directly support me uh, to make this content like this. And you can still take advantage of this sale. So that's just a little, a little uh, pro tip if you're looking to help me out. Man, oh man, talk about the story that just would not die. Uh, Diablo 3... <laughs> I've talked about this. It's coming to the Switch. It's not coming to the Switch. I was sure that they were going to mention it at the Nintendo Direct, and there was crickets, nothing. And I was like, well, okay, well, it looks like all the rumors were wrong. We're not getting Diablo 3. Well, we still don't have any confirmation from Blizzard. We have no information coming from Nintendo about them bringing uh, the ARPG to Nintendo Switch. But... Here we go. This is very, very interesting. Uh, there's this website called Cool Shop, uh, and they added it to their shop, and they said that you can pre-order the game for $47.95 Great Britain pounds, and I think that's... Um, so I think that's 60 bucks. So it seems about right. Uh, so you can pre-order it from this website. Now it's not on Amazon. It's not on any of the big boy websites, but it's on this website called cool shop. Now I don't know how reliable this website is, but if they don't like, if they are saying that this game is coming and in taking people's money for it, that's a pretty ballsy move if the game doesn't come out. So it feels like this might be some like like they have some kind of insider knowledge. And when I look at this, I think, OK, I'm not unhappy that I picked it up on PS4 because it looks gorgeous on there and I'm having fun playing it. But I will buy it again on the Switch because it is the perfect game to take with you. It is so much fun. Uh, Kodiak Moonwolf is doing some math for us. He says 47 Great British Pounds uh, is $66.33. So my guess is it'll be 60 bucks here in the U.S. That's if this is real. This could be fake. And if it is, then we should all sharpen our pitchforks and light our torches and march on Cool Shop and tell them, hey, man, don't do that kind of crap. That's not cool, Cool Shop. I didn't even do that on purpose. So speaking of Rocket League, uh, which is on sale right now, uh, April 3rd, they are going to have a tournaments update. And this tournaments update looks really, really cool. Now, um, this is something where you're definitely going to want to have things uh, set up way ahead of time. 
because it looks complicated like you definitely need to have a bunch of people and they all need to be able to play at the same time in order to have this tournament go uh, but they they showed like it automatically built the brackets and then um, people could uh, play their game and then after the game was over they could watch the bracket for live updates to like scores and stuff and see how people were doing and then it would automatically take uh, people from you know so you'd have a you'd have a bracket. I guess I'm trying to do it like like this with my hands, uh, and like this team up here on the top ones, and this team on the bottom wins. So they go against each other, and then uh, looks like we got like a dog here. So bark bark. Uh, for those of you with the audio show, I was doing shadow puppets there for a second. Uh, it looks really cool, and I love that they continue to update their game for free. Uh, that's how you do it, people. That is how you make. Uh, a really uh, a really great game with a community that is excited for your game. You continue to support it and you know you don't loot box us to hell and back with microtransactions. Yes, you you can have microtransactions in that game. Yes, there are loot boxes in that game, but they're all cosmetic and they have no effect on gameplay. And this kind of stuff does have a big effect on gameplay and I'm excited for it. I would really like to have a tournament uh, with uh, with the run jump stomp slash switchcraft community, I think it would be really fun. So look for more information going on in the um, in the Rocket League channel in our Discord. Again, that's runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. If I had done a better job organizing my show notes, I probably would have put this story a little bit earlier. And that is that Nintendo is looking to improve discoverability on the eShop. This is via Eurogamer.net. And uh, they said that uh, the quote is here uh, that they are looking to improve discoverability and visibility of Switch games on the eShop. Senior Manager for Publisher and Developer Relations Damon Baker said it said that they are aware of the problems player current players oh my god I can't read today they are aware of the problems players currently face in finding content on the digital store we've heard the feedback from you the fans loud and clear about the limitations of the Nintendo eShop. He said this at GDC 2018, uh, talking to Eurogamer. He also said, I can assure you steps are being taken over the course of the year to improve the functionality in terms of discoverability and visibility to highlight all of the great content. He also said that off-device efforts are being improved, too. I assume that means where you can go to the website and buy a game and then have it automatically download. They've already kind of started with that stuff with like 5.0 added in the ability for you to go to a website like Nintendo's website, not just any website, hit buy the game. And even if your Switch was in sleep mode, it would start downloading the game automatically so then when you grab your switch you don't have to do anything which is awesome i really like that so we're already starting to see uh some of the things that they're talking about here uh what changes do you guys want to see to the eShop? uh what is it that you want to change uh to to improve it and um like for me i would really like uh first off those rating systems where 
where uh, people can just go on to the eShop and say, I like this game, five stars. I don't like this game, two stars. And then have those star ratings visible uh, so that I can look at the game and I can say, or I can look at the eShop and I can say, only show me games that are four stars or above, or only show me games that are 10 bucks and are four stars and above, that kind of thing. So I think that that's, Great that we're going to be seeing some changes to the eShop, uh, but I want to know what, what changes you guys want to see. So I saw this story this morning and I thought, boy, people are going to be really, really excited about it. And I wrote like a little tiny, tiny blog post at my website, runjumpstomp.com, uh, just with the picture, uh, because it, the the link that it would send to was in Japanese and, uh, you know, nobody... Unless you read Japanese, you don't want to go to a Japanese website. So I just kind of summed up what I had found out about it. Uh, but there was a very, very small but very important detail that I missed. Uh, so I want to correct that now. So if you saw this story on Twitter earlier, um, get ready for a correction. So I guess Hori, which is, uh, they, they make a lot of third-party gaming peripherals. And they make some official stuff too. It's not from Nintendo, but it's licensed by Nintendo. So Nintendo is like, yeah, we're okay with this stuff. Uh, they are releasing a Joy-Con that has a traditional D-pad, which is something a lot of people have been asking for. A lot of people have been saying, we want a real D-pad on the left Joy-Con. And I can understand why people would want that. For me, I don't really care. I think that the D-pad on the Joy-Cons is actually pretty good. It's surprising how good it is, uh, especially because when I first saw the design, I was like, oh, how come they don't have the traditional Nintendo D-pad that everybody loves? Like, Nintendo has always kind of been praised for making really good D-pads. Even if they make questionable choices someplace else, their D-pads have been good. And when I saw the Joy-Cons for the first time, I was like, that's not great. But... Having them in my hand, I was very, very impressed. It's definitely playable. And, you know, I was talking to uh, somebody earlier and they were like, yeah, I did all of the um, the C tracks on Celeste using the Nintendo uh, Joy-Con D-pad and it works just fine. It's not as good as a real D-pad, but it works. And I think it's actually better than a real D-pad in most respects. However... I knew that a lot of people would be excited about this um, this uh, Joy-Con with a built-in D-pad, and it's $25, and I was like, man, that's really cheap. How are they doing that? I was waiting for the other shoe to drop, but I had to go to work, so I left, and sure enough, the other shoe dropped. It has no wireless connectivity, so it only works when it's attached to the Nintendo Switch. Okay, that's fine. At least they're being upfront about it, and I just missed it because it was a Japanese website, and I was just looking at the picture and then translating the yen to dollars, and then I moved on because I don't read Japanese. Uh, so it, it doesn't have any Wi-Fi capabilities. So that means it certainly isn't going to have any of that other stuff that the that the Joy-Cons have because a lot of that stuff depends on you being able to take it off of the side of the switch. So it's not really the best idea. I don't know why anybody would want this unless they only ever play with their with their 
Joy-Cons attached to the machine itself. Uh, Super 80s says, uh, cue the sad trombone. Uh, let me see if I can cue the sad trombone. I'll try. Two quick stories to wrap everything up here. Uh, apparently, Ark Survive Evolved is coming to the Switch, and uh, this was shown off at the Unreal keynote at Game Developer Conference today. Uh, well, yesterday, I think. Uh, and they showed like off screen footage, so it wasn't actually like. Uh, being captured from HDMI. It was like somebody filming the Switch. Uh, I'm impressed that it runs on the Switch at all because from what I hear, that game was melting computers when it first came out a couple years ago. And yes, the Switch is newer, but at the same time, it was not a very well-optimized game. I've also heard that the game is really buggy and it definitely has problems with it um, how do I want to say this, where it's been like in, uh, I can't remember what Steam calls it, early access. Uh, it's been like in early access on on uh, Steam for ages, and now they're bringing it to Switch, and it's I think it's still in early access on Steam. So I'm not interested in Ark Survive Evolved at all. Like, it is not a game for me. However... If it is a game for you and you have a Switch and you're like, yeah, well, then I'm happy that you now have an awesome game, like something that you are excited for for the Switch. Because it's always great to have more games for the Switch. Uh, last story of today is that Ease 8 Lacrimosa of Dana for the Nintendo Switch finally has a release date. Uh, we've been waiting for this, and that is June 26, 2018. This is from uh, NIS, I believe. it's. I can't remember what it stands for, but it's from NIS. And a lot of people are saying that Ease 8 is a fantastic game on PlayStation. Uh, and I am interested in checking it out. It looks like a, um, action RPG, which is really cool. Um, I don't know much about it, but, uh, like I watch happy console gamer on YouTube and he is always, uh, just raving about the ease series. And it's not something that I've ever played. So I'm definitely going to be checking this out when it comes out. Well, maybe not when it comes out. It depends on what else I have to play at the time because I know I'm pretty sure that's right around the time when Mario Tennis is coming out. And that is really going to be uh, taking up a lot of my time with the tournaments that we're going to be hosting. And uh, we're going to be in that Discord uh, playing against each other. And we'll use voice and we will talk smack and it will be awesome. Looking forward to that game a lot. But I'm also looking forward to Ease 8. Uh, so let me know if you've played the Ease series before or if you've played um, Ease 8 itself. Uh, tell me a little bit about that game. Tell me what you like about it. Tell me what you don't like about it, too. What's it like? to play the Nintendo Entertainment System. Well, everyone, that's it for today's episode. I've got to get out of here. If there's a story that I missed or a topic that you would like discussed, please let me know at one of the ways I mentioned at the beginning of the show. Did I mention them at the beginning of the show? You know what? I don't know if I did. So let's go ahead and do that now. Uh, email runjumpstomp at gmail.com. Discord runjumpstomp.com slash discord. Twitter at runjumpstomp. Phone 
260-RUN-JUMP, 260-786-5867. I think I listed all of them off. Um, so make sure that you get a hold of me some way. Let me know what you like and don't like about the show. Let me know what you think about the things that we were talking about earlier. If you're looking for ways to support the show, uh, it's very, very easy to do. Head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. All of the links there will directly help me create content like this. I really appreciate you guys. Uh, I've received so much support from from you over the past year. It is mind-blowing. It really is mind-blowing. So I appreciate it. But if you're looking to support the show, again, runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. I'm out of here. And uh, Saturday's episode, like I said before, is already recorded. Uh, It's me and Tom Tate talking about stuff, and I will see you guys on Tuesday. Bye-bye.